Welcome back, guys. OMG, it's been a long time since I've done a podcast. I know, I know. It's more than a long time. It's been over a year. But I am back, and I'm so excited to get back on the podcasting. And FYI, if you hear some noise in the background, it's my baby. You know, I was trying to do this a little bit more professionally. I was trying you know to make sure I have some better sound quality but you know what I'm not gonna fight against it I am a single mom with three children and sometimes it's just hectic over here you know what I mean like I really want to record this for you guys and get it out so there may be some noise in the background but I hope you guys can hear me and it doesn't interfere too much but welcome back oh my god you're tuning in to as told by her and I'm your host Nicole Webster Let's talk about 2020, a new decade, a new year, 2020 being the year of 2020 vision, y'all. So let me share some facts with you guys. It took me seven years, one major surgery on my kidney, and giving birth to twins two years after that to finally decide that I was going to follow my heart and go after my dreams. Yep, yep. I was that girl that took a year off of school, you know, after graduating high school. Um, I just kind of wanted to get a break. I, I really needed a break from education. And I sort of wanted to just figure my life out, figure out what I really wanted to do. And honestly, my heart was set on taking uh, cosmetology. Um, I have a great love for makeup. I'm very skilled at it, as you may know, as a makeup artist. And it has helped me on my journey of, you know, overcoming a negative self-image. It really inspired me to want to help other women look and feel good about themselves as well. But not to my surprise... Many people were not supportive of my dream of becoming an artist. You know, I was told that makeup was just a hobby. You can't make a good living doing makeup. You know, there's too much competition. Oh, you should do makeup on the side, which is fine. A side hustle is a side hustle. But I wanted it to be so much more. And honestly, hearing all of that negativity... Um, that really did not make me feel good. I really felt discouraged and I told myself, Hey, maybe they're right. So guess what I did? I started thinking about other things I could do, you know, and I am very multi-passionate and very skilled. So as I was thinking, I'm like, well, Hmm, I really love kids. You know, back in high school, I was a teacher assistant for a few months during a co-op program. And on top of that, I even started my own uh, daycare in my home. Mind you, I only had one child. But, you know, being the oldest sibling and having kids of my own gave me all the experience I needed. So I thought, why not? Why not, you know, put together a little daycare and maybe even take it a step further and go to school for early childhood education? I, so I thought about that for a while, but I, you know, of course, did not pursue that. 
I also really loved um, doing office work, you know, answering phones, sending emails. And I was great at it too. I was really good at putting programs together. So I thought, well, maybe I can get into, you know, general office administration or medical administration. Another career I even thought of was social work. I don't know if, if you know me, if you're a friend of mine, then you know this already, but I am a very skilled listener. I am a great listener. I give great advice. I come up with creative ideas. And my friends would always tell me, you know, Nicole, you should be a counselor. Even my son one time told me that I should be a motivational speaker because, you know, I like to sit down with my kids and encourage them and motivate them, you know, let them know that they can do anything their hearts desire. So, yeah, but on top of all of that and, um, you know, just pondering what can I do with my life? What can I do with my life? The number one career that has been suggested to me um, was uh, nursing. Okay. Everybody thought I should be a nurse. Nicole, you should be a nurse. You're so kind. You're so loving. You know, you're so compassionate. Be a nurse. I'm sorry, but this may sound weird, but why does every black girl have to be a nurse? I swear for many Caribbean parents, even African parents, nursing is like the number one job you can have. Okay. It, it's like, it is such a go-to career for so many women in the black community. And listen, shout out to all of the nurses out there, okay? Doing your thing, doing your job well. You know, I, I am not a stranger to the hospital and, and I've had um, encounters with some really compassionate, kind nurses. And let me just say that nurses really put up with a lot. And um, you guys, you guys, you know, kudos to you guys. You guys are a vital part of the medical industry. But nursing was just not for me. Mind you, it's been pounded in my head so often that I really did consider it, but it wasn't for me. So, you know, as I was saying, I thought of many career choices and I applied to a few courses at a couple of college and I got accepted too. But I didn't go. I did not go. And like I said, being a multi-passionate person, as much as I love the idea of these other career choices, my heart wasn't in it. It just, it really wasn't. And, you know, so one year turned into seven years of pondering and wondering and letting other people, you know, sort of dictate my every move. So you guys are probably wondering, well, what did you do all this time? How did you make money? I'll tell you that right after this break. Okay, welcome back. So where was I? Yes. So what did I do with all my time? How did I make money? Well, uh, all throughout high school, I was working. Um, I worked in retail and customer service. I graduated high school in 2000 and continued working in retail. And I worked at a company called Zellers when they were around at the time. Then come along 2004, I wasn't feeling well and found out I had a benign tumor on my adrenal gland, which sits right on top of the kidney. 
as you can as you can imagine, I was terrified. I was so scared, <laughs> but um, I ended up getting surgery to remove it, and I was fine. It took a few months to recover, and when I was well enough, I went back to my job at Zellers, and then a week later, I quit. Yes, I quit. I, you know, I really wasn't the same after that surgery. I fell into a bit of a depression and I just wasn't happy and I wasn't satisfied with where I was at in life. And um, a year after that, I got into a relationship and then a year after that, I had twins. (laughs) Just to make a long story short. So... Um, I had twins, I became a stay-at-home mom, and that's when I opened up my home-based daycare. So I did that for a couple of years, you know, took care of the babies. And then in 2008, I said, enough is enough. My relationship was rocky, and I was tired. I was tired of trying to please everyone, living by their expectations, you know, feeling like I couldn't be myself and just really tired of dismissing my own happiness. You know, I wanted better and I wanted to do better for myself and for my kids. So with a lot of prayer, a lot of wishing and in fear, I found the courage to just listen to my own voice. I called up my sister and I said, look, Girl, I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you to babysit for me in the mornings a few days a week because I'm going to school for makeup artistry. And she agreed. She didn't question me. She just said, Nicole, I got you. I said, great. So, you know, every morning I hopped on the bus and I went to the Chelsea Institute of Beauty and Health in Mississauga, Ontario. I learned how to do makeup and I got my certificate. And, you know, I was already pretty decent at doing makeup. I was naturally skilled with doing makeup. And a lot of the students there were like, well, why are you here? You're so good already. And the thing is, most people are good at doing their own faces. It's a different story to do other people's faces. And as skilled as I was, I really wanted that feeling of accomplishment. I really wanted that that proof, that piece of paper that said I did it. And it really made me feel good to accomplish that and get that paper. And lo and behold, being one of the top students in my class, I was chosen to participate in my first gig. I I did makeup for a really high-end uh, Toronto fashion show. And doing makeup for fashion shows is an experience I will never forget because it is extremely high paced and um, you just have to move quick. Like I, I remember doing maybe 10 faces in like 15 to 20 minutes. It was a lot of work, but a lot of fun and such a great experience as well. But you know, who would have thought that my makeup career would become so much more, you know, with a passion for beauty and empowering women and self-development I was really able to combine all of those skills, all of my skills, to create a rewarding career, helping women transform their lives and just become their best selves. You know, uh, one of the reasons why I really got into the beauty industry is because it has really helped me um, in when I was in a dark place of just 
low self-esteem, not feeling good about myself. Um, Growing up, I was extremely shy. I mean, crippled by fear. You know, I had low self-esteem. I hated my body. I never felt comfortable in my skin. And I didn't want to feel feel that way anymore. And one of the things that really helped me get out of that was makeup. And um, makeup was just something that sort of took me out of my reality, even for just a moment, and just made me feel good. And I wanted to explore more of that. I wanted to figure out how can I not just feel good for a moment, but all the time. So I started to do some inner work and I continue to do the work to becoming better every day. And uh, it, it just opened my eyes to show me that this is what I want to do. It was more than just makeup for me. It was helping women look and feel good, helping women find the confidence within themselves to own their worth and to stand in their truth and to be who they were created to be. So with saying that, I want to ask you this. What do you see for yourself in 2020? What is your vision? This is a year and a decade to get out of your own way, to fully love and embrace yourself, and to follow your passions and desires. I invite you to download the Self-Image Makeover, an introductory guide to self-compassion, discovery, and acceptance, and it's absolutely free. You can find it on my website at nicolewebster.ca. You know, I created this little yet very impactful ebook to help women on their journey to deeper self-love and finding their voice. So I think you would really enjoy it. I also want to invite you to book a free discovery call with me. Let's get to know each other, find out where you're at and what you desire for yourself in this new year, this new decade. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm so happy to be back. This is As Told by Her. And you guys know I love to hear from you. So send me a shout out. Where are you listening from? If you'd like to request a topic, leave a comment or just have something nice to say, leave me a message right here on anchor.fm. Or you can write in or send in a voice memo to info at NicoleWebster.ca. Your message could be featured in the next episode. Lastly, please share this episode. Remember, the more we share, the more people we inspire, and the more lives we change. This is your girl, Nicole, signing out. Until next time.